now. And can you guys hear me? Let me double check. Uh, this, yeah, that's happening. <laughs> you hear my snapping, that's, that's going. Uh, so we're going to start uh, in a seated position. Uh, it would be great if you had your props ready. Uh, we will most likely be using a strap today and probably find some use for those blocks as well. So uh, come to your comfortable seated position, supported on a block or a blanket. You could even sit in a chair. Settle in. Find a place to rest your hands. Close your eyes. And arrive. So invite yourself here. Give yourself permission to practice. And then with that permission, fully, um, fully arrive in this time and space. Let's begin with our sensory meditation. Noticing the world around us. Collecting data, maybe in the form of sound. Perhaps consider if you can tell um, the, the source of, or a um, source of light. Perhaps you can feel the rays of the sun or there's a light on in the room. With your eyes closed, can you get a feel for the terrain or the landscape in the surrounding area? And then notice as you come into this space, if any of the this any of these sensory experiences are distracting, um, something of an annoyance, something that is creating emotion or pulling you out of this space. Perhaps the feeling of your attention being commanded elsewhere. Notice that as part of the practice. And then can you come back? Can you stay with the commitment to be present? And that's the practice. 
you might begin to become more aware of uh, your immediate area. Perhaps you can feel the uh, air of the room. Perhaps you can notice the uh, texture of the surfaces beneath you or your clothing. And as you collect the data again, recognizing the reaction to the experiences all the little things that contribute to this moment. And now begin to engage with your breath. Breathe in and out through your nostrils and begin to cultivate your slow deep, triumphant breath. If you like using the imagery of the pitcher or the vessel, imagine your pitcher or vessel. Give it a size, a shape, a texture, And then as you inhale next, visualize your vessel filling from bottom to top with the breath. As you exhale, pour it out. Visualize your vessel emptying from top, middle to bottom, pouring every drop of air out from the bottom of the lungs. Let's build this breath together. So we'll do one round, five inhale, five exhale. Next round, six inhale, six exhale. And final round, seven inhale, seven exhale. So attempt to keep up with my count. If my count is too fast or too slow, adapt to your own needs. Empty your lungs. Inhale for one, two, Three, four, five, fill and hold. Exhale smoothly. Five, four, three, two, one. Empty, hold empty. Next breath in, smooth. One, two, three, four, five, six, fill and hold. Exhale, six, five, four, three, two, one. Last biggest breath in together. One, two, three, four, five, six. Fill and hold. Exhale, smoothly empty the pitcher. Seven, 
six, five, four, three, two, one. Empty the lungs. Hand, uh, resume the breath. And you can switch the cross of your legs or put the opposite ankle on top. And then just start to make big circles with the upper body. So uh, the legs remain uh, relaxed. Sits bones are rooted, but you're, uh, you're going to be pressing uh, down through different parts of the hips as the upper body makes these big elliptical movements. Eyes can remain closed or you can open them. And always this uh, introduction to a sensation of the body through movement. And let's go off in the other direction. And as you move, as you notice, you might pause in one particular place. You might rock forward and back. Just using movement to get into your body. Get your mind and body communicating, connected. Recognize the interdependence. Okay, and then we'll come back to center. Root through the legs and hips. Grow tall along your spine. Inhale, sweep your arms overhead. Maybe turn the gaze up as the palms touch. And then exhale, turn your chest to the left. Land your hands Right hand on the left thigh, left hand behind. Inhale, grow tall. And exhale, revolve. Use the breath to explore and expand the shape. Right hand stays where it is. Left arm reaches, grow tall out of the left waistline. And then exhale, lean to the right. Upper body angles over the right thigh. Left hip roots down, tacks towards the earth. Length along the left side body. And maybe turn the gaze up underneath that left tricep muscle towards the ceiling. Notice the facial expression and what it might be telling you about your uh, resistance to this, <laughs> these movements, to this experience. Notice, and then maybe accept and move forward. Inhale, come back to center, unwind. Exhale, root down, maybe settle down through the hips. Inhale, sweep the arms up, maybe look up, and then exhale, open the chest towards the right. Left hand lands on the right thigh, right hand behind. Inhale, grow tall. Exhale to revolve. Collarbones broad, shoulder blades on the back, head over heart, heart over the center of the pelvis as the gaze turns back over the right shoulder, looking either towards the back wall or attempting to guide the gaze with the left eye over the right shoulder. Again, the option to check in with the face. Keep the left hand as it is, right arm reaches tall. And as you exhale, lean over the left thigh, keeping the left hand as it is, 
And then using the left hand to draw the left shoulder forward, to draw the left ribs forward. As you look up beyond the right tricep muscles, soften the edges of the mouth, relax the jaw, root down through the right hip, reach through the right fingertips, breathe length, create space, freedom, if you will, along the right side body. Inhale, come back to center, and we'll come forward of the knees to move into our tabletop position. Getting, getting, moving through these very familiar introductory movements. So from table into our cat and cow shapes. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift, contract the back body. Open up the front, maybe give it a moo as you move into cow. And then exhale, round the spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, round the spine, push the earth away, dome the upper back in cat, and continue through these movements, synchronizing breath and movement, exploring the range of motion of your spine. Again, as you move, as you um, create this stimulus through these shapes, Taking, up, taking in the data, not only of how your body feels, but how, of how your mind is um, interpreting the experience. So what reactions do you have? And I find <laughs> that that's where most of the practice is for me. So great, I love the physical sensation, but often what is really um and what is really active in my practice is this internal dialogue between uh, what I'm feeling and what I'm feeling about what I'm feeling. So, uh, and then what, what, how do we want to shape that? Not only we're we shaping our bodies, but we're shaping our minds through practice. So let's come to a neutral spine, shoulders over the wrists. Notice if you're dumping weight down into those poor little wrists of yours. Don't do that. Try to shift weight out of the wrist. Bear the burden of your, the weight of your upper body throughout the palms of your hands. Root down through your knuckles. Even press your fingerprints down. So even tabletop can get a little bit challenging here when you're really focusing on um, spreading out that weight into your hands. So let's keep the hands as they are and extend the right leg straight up and back for a three-legged table. Turn the knee and toes downward. You might pad the back knee if this is uh, uh, irksome on the back knee. And then we're going to extend the left arm forward, keeping that nice weight distribution now in the right palm. Push back with the heel, reach forward with the hand, maybe gaze forward. Find your breath. And then exhale, bring the left elbow to the right knee, tuck your chin in. Inhale, reach. Exhale, curl. Inhale, reach. Exhale, curl. Two more. Inhale, reach. Exhale, curl. Inhale, reach. 
Exhale, curl. Inhale, reach. And then point the right toes, bend the right knee. Reach back for the inside of the foot with the left hand and begin to kick your foot into your hand. Thigh lifting away from the floor. Left shoulder blade on the back of the chest. Again, breathing. If you can grip that foot, kick the foot. Lift the thigh. Roll the shoulder back. Breathe. Take the time to notice. Notice the reactions. What do you do with the reaction? How does the reaction inform your way forward? And then release the knee. Release the hand. Maybe shake out the hips a little. Maybe pad that right knee now that you know what's coming. And we'll start with the leg. Left leg extends back. Point, uh, point the toes straight down, hips at an even height, and then the right arm reaches. Left leg extending back along with the tailbone, right arm reaching forward along with the heart, and that stability at your core. Lower ribs in and back. And we'll start the crunching, <laughs> start to crunch. Exhale, draw it in, elbow to the knee, tuck the chin to the chest. Inhale, reach out. Let's do four more. Exhale, curl it in, round the spine. Inhale, reach it out. Exhale, curl in. Inhale, reach out. Exhale, curl. Inhale, reach. Last one, exhale, curl. Inhale, reach, and then point the left toes, bend the left knee, reach back with the right hand, possibly grip the foot or the inner ankle, and if you got that grip, kick the foot. Roll the right shoulder blade onto the back, lift the thigh up, kick with the foot, lift the thigh, roll the shoulder. Always be breathing, noticing physical sensation, noticing the mental dialogue, the reaction to this moment, and then meet yourself where you're at. What do you hear? What do you feel? How are you going to move forward from this moment? Maybe by strengthening the breath. And then release the knee, release the hand. Walk the knees back, maybe six inches. Tuck the toes under, send the heels back towards the hips. Maybe walk the hands back a little bit so you can come into a extended child's pose with the toes tucking under. Arms are long, fingers are spread, palms are open, head releases downward. Breath to the back body. And then inhale, we're going to rock the hips forward, point the toes back, melt the pelvis down, roll the shoulders back into this modified cobra pose. And then exhale, send the hips back again. Child's pose. And let's move through or flow through these two shapes, modifying if need be, so hands might come to blocks or walk back further. 
If it's too much to get to the next pose uh, with the inhale or with the exhale, uh, luxuriate more in your breath. So you can be, just can just be breathing, <laughs> be breathing and moving. Uh, synchronize the breath and movement in a way that feels uh, uh, feels appropriate and accessible. So I realized that for myself, it just was a little, t- I couldn't, I wasn't ready to move that fast. So that's why I'm telling you guys. <laughs> okay, so let's come back to the cobra pose. And let's just uh, give our cobra some kind of slithers. Slither your cobra. That's what a snake does, right? So kind of shift the hips side to side. And then let's look over one shoulder back at our tail. And then the other shoulder. And then we're going to come all the way down onto the floor. Chin on the mat. Extend your legs back one at a time. Point through the toes. Lengthen each leg as you point. And then tone the muscles of the legs. Ground the tops of your feet. Lengthen through the tailbone. Press the pelvis into the mat. And we'll start here by interlacing the fingers behind the back. Point the elbows to the sky. Engage your shoulders on your back. Feet remain grounded and hip-width distance for this first one. As you inhale next, peel your chin and chest away from the floor. Reach back through the knuckles. Expand across the heart. Use the strength of the upper back to lift your cobra head. Lift your cobra chest. Do cobras have chests? It seems like they do, right? They don't have arms. They don't have legs, but they do have heads and chests. So curl up in your head and chest. Keep breathing. Stick out your little forked tongue to, uh, to you know, take the sensory experience of this moment. <laughs> really trying to get you into that cobra headspace. Become the cobra. Inhale. And exhale, release. Arms to your sides, right cheek to the floor, head heavy, arms heavy, upper back broad. Big toes turn towards one another, heels widen apart. And arrive in this pose. This is part of the practice. This is a pose. Practice this pose with as much resolve as you practiced cobra pose. So resolve to be present with your breath, to let go of the weight of your arms. Let the body rest. Then let's bring our chins back to the floor, point the toes back, this time squeeze the inner legs together for your cobra tail, lengthen back through the tailbone and plant your ribs to frame, to plant your hands to frame your ribs, spread the fingers, elbows back, elbows in, shoulder blades on the back, shoulders away from the ears, collarbones broad, inhale, curl up through the chest. I don't know why I had you put your feet together, you can bring them apart again. I, thought, I think I thought we were going to lift our tails, but we're not. Elbows in, shoulders on the back, collarbones broad, and then push down through the hands, pull back with the hands isometrically. So the hands are pushing down and pulling back. So the upper body is lifting 
and the chest is opening. Elbows down towards the earth. Collarbones broad, sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifts. Press the feet, tone the legs, lengthen the tailbone. Soften the edges of the mouth. And then lower back down. Left cheek to the floor. Arms at your sides. Big toes touch. Heels widen apart. Head heavy. Neck soft. Arms heavy. Upper back broad. Again, arrive with the breath in this position of rest and reflection. Okay, I like these belly down back bends today. We'll come back to them. Chin to the floor, tuck your toes under, tone the muscles of your legs so that your kneecaps lift away from the floor, frame the ribs with your hands, one, two, three, exhale, push up into a plank position, lining your shoulders, your hips, and your knees, or your heels if you choose to keep the knees lifted. So I encourage the alignment of the shoulders, hips to heels so that you're not crunching in the low back with the sagging of the hips. So you want to draw back through the sides of the waistline. Keep the legs engaged, reaching forward through the crown of the head, back through the heels, and then push up and back into downward facing dog. Minimal adjustment if you can. I know I'm in the habit of adjusting a lot when I shift back into down dog. So notice your own adjustment. If you walk your feet closer together, attempt to take a longer dog. And then, you know, get introduced, get friendly with your dog, give it a little walk. You just came back to your dog after a long time away. It's going to be excited to be here. So let your tail wag. And then maybe bend the knees deeply, push the hands down and forward. Push the tail up and back, lengthening the distance from your fingertips, reaching forward to your hips, reaching back, and then you might begin to lengthen down the backs of the legs as you lift into the fronts of the legs, engaging the thighs, lifting the kneecaps, diminishing the creases at the fronts of your ankles. Are y'all doing that stuff? Inhale, left leg straight up and back for three-legged dog. So what tends to happen is that hip flies way up. We want to wrap that outer hip down as though we could hold a glass on our hips. So it's the hips are level. And then look forward as you inhale. Next, shift the shoulders over your wrists. Bring your left knee to your left tricep muscles. Exhale, pre- inhale, push it back. Exhale, come to center. Shoulders over the wrist, round the spine. Forehead towards or to the knee. Ex- what are we doing? Inhale back. <laughs> Exhale. Left leg to right tricep muscle. Shoulders over the wrist. Inhale back. Let's do that one more time. Exhale. Knee to the left tricep. Inhale back. Three-legged dog. Exhale. Chin to chest. Forehead towards the knee. Round the upper back. Inhale back. Last time. Exhale. Right right, uh, tricep or elbow. And then inhale back. 
and look to the top of your mat. Exhale to lunge your left shin forward, left foot forward for a lunge. You might place blocks on either side of your front foot, hands on the blocks or hands on the floor. Shoulders away from the wrist, collarbones broad, gaze ahead. Exhale, round the spine, push through the left foot, uh, lengthen the left leg, pull the left outer hip back into a modified child's pose. I'm just talking into my sweater here, so I hope you can hear me. Inhale, come forward, and exhale back a few times like that. Okay, come forward to your lunge, place the block at the outside of your left ankle, bend the left knee to a uh, right angle, look back at the right foot, turn the right heel to the floor. So you can either have the outside of the right foot parallel to the outer edge of the mat, or you can turn the toes in just slightly. I'm going to turn my toes in. I've just been enjoying that for the hip. Okay, ground through the outer edge of the right foot, sweep the left arm up modified, what is this, Parsva Konasana, side angle pose. So if you cannot stack the shoulders, bring more height underneath the left shin or underneath the left hand by bringing the uh, block to a larger setting, higher setting, or you can even bring the hand to the front thigh. I was always, I always poo-pooed this uh, forearm to the thigh, left forearm to the thigh, and then I started doing it. I was like, oh, this is hard because you got to lift the left side of the body up away from the right thigh. So try that. If the forearm is on the thigh, lift the left side of the ribcage away from the thigh. Tone the right leg, ground through the outside edge of the right foot. And now take your right arm straight ahead, probably reaching towards your monitor, outer edge of the right hand towards the floor, and then sweep your right arm over your right ear, look up towards the ceiling. I don't know, maybe you're facing away from your monitor. I wish I could see you, and then I would know. Okay, left ribs forward, right ribs back, ground through the right foot, reach through the right fingertips, check in with that face, what's it telling you? Sometimes there's so much to do in these poses that you can't really listen to your reaction, which is kind of a nice place to be, right? (laughs) Am I right? Just be in this pose, be in this moment, be with the next breath. And then hands once again to frame the front foot on the floor or on blocks. Lift the back heel, square the chest forward, and then we're going to lower the right knee down. Down onto some padding, if preferable there. And then just let the hips kind of sink forward. You're not going to push them forward, just let gravity draw the hips down like you're uh, slumping into a couch luxuriate in the weight of your hips here (laughs) and then we're going to tone the legs so left foot pulls back right knee draws forward hands to the front thigh interlace the fingers press the elbows straight prop up the chest tone your core lower ribs in and back tailbone lengthens down and then arms out up and overhead reach from your waistline out through your fingertips and either choose to stay here or start to let the hips go forward, but keep the engagement of the legs. So there's that 
uh, surrender of the hips to gravity, but there's the continuation of the squaring of the hips. So the right outer hip is wrapping forward, the left hip is pulling back. And then take any variation of this shape. So you might interlace the fingers behind the skull, widen the elbows, curl in the upper back, turning it into a little back bend with the support of the neck. You might take the arms straight back if you don't need or want that neck support this morning. And then bring the chest forward, head forward, hands back to the floor or the block. And then we're going to look over the left shoulder, point the right toes, and bend the right knee. Reach back for the outside of the foot with the left hand. And then either back the hips up towards the right heel, pulling the heel towards the outer right hip, or begin to melt the hips forward, letting the uh, right thigh have a, a good old stretch, good old quad stretch. So um, we do this grabbing the foot across the body, so grabbing the right foot with the left hand. Try that for a few breaths. Notice where and what you're feeling. Do you need to back the hips off? Is it, uh, is it time? Is it time to go deeper? Okay, and then try it the other way. So pass the foot or the strap into the right hand. Pull the heel towards the hip. And then as a unit, hip pulling in towards the heel, let the hips shift forward. Again, not just the release of the hips, but the engagement of the legs at the same time. Okay, a couple more breaths here. Release the foot, frame the front foot, send the hips back into a runner stretch. Round the spine over the left leg, pull the left toes back, lift into the left kneecap, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee. Maybe swing the hips side to side a little bit. Now stretching out the back of the left thigh, the, uh, the um, hamstring muscles. And once again, come forward, place the blocks off to the side, plant the hands, and send it back, it being the left leg, for downward facing dog. Hello, doggy. So you might walk your dog again, you might bend your knees again, you might reach your heels again. Just take some time, survey the pose, collect data, recognize your reaction to this moment. How are you meeting this moment? Okay, let's do the second side, starting with the right leg lifted for three-legged dog. You might walk your left foot in towards center before lifting the right leg. Turn the knee and toes down, three-legged dog, hips like a table, even height. And then inhale, right, sh <laughs> 
Exhale, how about right knee towards right bicep or tricep, shoulders over the wrists. Inhale, push it back, three-legged dog. Exhale, two center, around the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee. Uh, inhale, press it back. Exhale, cross the body, shoulders over the wrist, right knee towards left elbow. Send it back. Inhale, right knee towards right tricep. Send it back. Exhale, round forward, forehead towards the knee. Inhale, send it back. Exhale, cross the body. Lift through the sides of the waistline, shoulders over the wrist. Inhale, send it back. Look to the top of your mat. Exhale, lunge your right foot between your hands. Sit up on fingertips or blocks on either side of the front foot for the lunge. Establish the lunge. Shoulders out of the ears, collarbones broad. Back legs straight and strong. And exhale, send the hips back round the spine. Modified pyramid pose. Push into the right foot, round the spine. And then inhale, bring it back forward to the lunge. A few times. Exhale, round the spine. Inhale, forward to the lunge. Exhale back. Inhale forward. Set up the block at the outside of your right ankle. Bend the right knee to a 90 degree angle and then turn the left heel to the floor. Outer edge of the left foot either parallel to the short end of the mat or turn the toes in slightly. Right hand on the block. Left hand sweeps towards the sky. Stack the shoulders. Widen the right knee into the right arm, extending through the inseam of the right leg. Left leg strong, outer foot grounded. And then decide how you want the right hand to be. Do you want your hand on the block? Do you want the forearm to the thigh? If the forearm is at the thigh, really work on lifting the right side of the body away from the right thigh as you revolve the right ribs towards the left wall. Stack the ribs, stack the shoulders. Take the left arm straight out to the height of the shoulder. Turn the pinky edge of the finger, pinky edge of the hand towards the floor and then sweep the left arm over the left ear. Reach out through the left fingertips, ground through the outside edge of the left foot, look up. And again, be here now. So, <laughs> so great thing about these challenging full body poses is you get to just feel. You kind of there's not enough space for the dialogue sometimes. And that's what we we kind of crave that, right? The space where we don't have to think so much about what we should be doing or what we should be thinking. And we're just kind of um, caught up or in the flow of feeling. Then look down, hands down, back heel lifts, back knee to the floor. And then, you know, set down those hips. Let them kind of slump forward for just a moment. Maybe a little swaying from side to side. Just luxuriate in the setting down in the weight of the hips. And then we're going to activate the legs. Pull the right heel isometrically back, the left knee isometrically forward. Bring the hands to the front thigh, maybe interlace the fingers. Prop up the chest by straightening the arms, collarbones broad, 
waistline back, tall through the crown of the head, and then maybe arms out, maybe arms overhead, maybe hands interlaced behind the head. Keeping the legs scissoring in, then begin to uh, explore the hips moving forward. The head going back, possibly into the support of the hands or the arms reaching back. So many ways to experience this moment, to express this posture. (laughs) Is your jaw clenched shut? Did you accidentally apply cement to your jaw? Relax there. Relax the eyes. Soften the edges of the mouth. And then chest forward, hands frame the front foot, shift the hips back, and we're going to start by crossing the body. So point the left toes, reach back with the right hand, maybe some cramping happens. So you might start by sending the hips back to the heel, and then once the hip and heel are together, then bring them forward together, just slowly, exploratorily. If there's pain in the knees, then back up, maybe adjust. So maybe targeting one part of the hamstring, and then we want to get the other side. So uh, back up through the hips, reach back with the right hand with uh, grabbing the foot with the hand or with the strap. Maybe some movement needs to be done to um, inhibit cramping. Maybe you're going with the cramping. You like it. You want to, do you ever like cramping? Yeah, I'm getting into this cramping thing. Um, heel to the hip and then melt the hips forward. You can bring the hand to the, on top of the foot or to the outside of the foot. Could even come upright or even back bend in this shape if you're just feeling that today. But whatever you're feeling, make sure that you're breathing. Okay. Release the foot. Send the hips back. Runner stretch. Right toes towards the ceiling. Right hip pulls back. Right kneecap lifts. Fold over the right leg. Either bring the hands to the floor onto blocks. You can walk the hands forward, melt the forearms down. Explore the back of the right leg, perhaps shifting hips from side to side. Okay, right foot back to the floor. Once again, meet up with your dog. 
Come back to the dog pose, downward facing dog, hands down and forward, hips up and back. And take some time to just breathe in your dog pose today. I have noticed that in my own practice that I'm just not pausing for the dog. Not not getting my full dog experience. So uh, take your dog on a little vacation. Let your dog lead the way. So notice and you know, I finally stopped talking for once in the last 10 years and uh, notice what happens. <laughs> notice what happens when you notice the dog and then there's always the breath to come back to. Okay, when you're ready, lower your knees to the floor. Okay, let's uh, send the hips back to the heels, tuck the toes under, take that child's pose again, reaching the arms, shimming the hips back, and then shift the pelvis down and forward and come to lie on your belly again, chin on the floor, arms to your sides. Extend back through the legs one at a time. Point through the toes. Point and lengthen. Point and lengthen. So your legs are reaching back long behind you. Then squeeze the inner legs together and reach your arms out like the wings of your bird. Reach out through the fingertips. Reach back through the toes. And then inhale. Start to take flight. Little by little. Gaining elevation, point back through the toes, squeeze the legs, lift the thighs, use the strength of the back body to take flight. Sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifts, lift off. Keep breathing. And then let it go. Left cheek to the, right cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels wide apart, head heavy. Neck soft. Be here now. Rest and reflect. I just, uh, the song... The Bette Midler song, Wind Beneath My Wings, just came to me so hard at this moment. So, <laughs> if you are old enough to remember Beaches and this totally uh, wonderfully corny song from this movie, um, this idea of you are, you are the wing, wind beneath my wings. So, what is lifting you up? Like, what is you? It's kind of what is your strength? What is bolstering you? So let's, you know, think about what is the wind beneath your wings? It might be a person. It might be 
a goal. It might be a sense of a higher power. So let's uh, really like see if you don't just catch some air, make some real distance between you and the earth in this next attempt at taking flight. Chin to the floor. Extend your arms out. <laughs> it might be Bette Midler. Point back through the toes. Reach through your fingertips. Inhale. Come on up. Couple more breaths. Get up there. Get off the ground. Inhale. Exhale. Lift up. Oh, and let it go. Left cheek to the floor. Big toes touch. Heels widen apart. Arms at your sides. And then back to the beach, right? <laughs> back on the beaches. Settle into the sand. Okay, uh, this is not a flight pose, but come on, it kind of is. We're gonna, uh, we got Valentine's coming up this weekend, so this is our bow pose. Let's just call this Cupid's bow. <laughs> you, wanna, you wanna really shoot, <laughs> I'm just going wild here with my commentary today. I wish somebody was in here to make me feel like um, I was embarrassed to say these things. Um, <laughs> so reach back for your ankles or one ankle as we transition into our bow pose. Extend back through the knees, roll the shoulders back, feet and uh, ankles and knees are hip width distance apart to keep length through the lower spine. And then inhale, lift up. So you're arching like Cupid's bow. I believe that's the kind of bow we're talking about here. Make the strings of your bow, your arms taut. Shoulders back, lift up, maybe look up, sides of the neck back. Maybe rock a little forward and back with the breath, and then let it go. <laughs> right cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch, settle back in. Transitioning from intensity to release, active, passive, fast, slow, just like going through the duality, the wide range of our spectrum of effort and release. So that also the, the, the idea that they don't exist separately, that the effort is uh, is guided by or accentuated by your ability to release in this moment. And your uh, ability to release is accentuated or enhanced by how much you pushed into that, into that bow pose. Okay, let's do another one. Chin to the floor. Either bend the knees and flex the feet and grab the opposite ankle, or 
if you grab both ankles on the first time, let's grab the outside edges of the feet. We're going to point the toes on this second round. Knees and ankles, hip width distance, shoulders back, and kick, and lift, push with the feet. Really make the legs uh, like the, the um, what do you call it, the, <laughs> the guiding force. So legs are really push, push, push with the feet, lift the thighs, shoulders are pulled back. Okay, let it go. I was just thinking how lucky you guys are that I don't use music in my class because we'd be listening to the Frozen 2 soundtrack and the Beaches soundtrack. <laughs> Settle in. Arms heavy, head heavy. Heels widen apart. Back to your breath. Chin to the floor, tuck your toes, send your hips once again back into an extended child's pose. Shimmy your hips back, releasing through the low spine. And we have not done our headstand practice. That is coming up next. So um, I know for many of you Monday morning people, headstand is a familiar, uh, familiar, comfortable space to be. Maybe comfortable is an exaggeration, but at least a familiar place. So um, I'm just going to go with, <laughs> go, with, uh, go with that idea, and we'll go right up into our headstand. So if you're using the wall, get to a wall. If you're, you're trying not to use the wall, then start with some distance between you and the wall. Maybe you'll, you're able to get back up, but you like the idea of the wall being there for support. Place your elbows below your shoulders, Make establish your nice solid triangular base, and then from the forearm table, shift up into a forearm dog, walk your feet forward, lift your hips high, lower your head down, cup the back of your head between your hands, push your head down, push your forearms down, walk your feet in, and then what's your method of coming up today? Let's try a few different things with this idea of working our core strength. So push down with the head, push down through the forearms, Bring your right foot towards center, lift your left leg straight up and back, three-legged forearm dog, and then lift onto your right toes as you reach your left leg to the sky, and then bring the right leg up to meet the left. Okay, we're up, but we're going to come back down. So we're going to lead with the left leg coming down. Right leg stays up, right leg stays up, left foot comes down, left foot comes down, left foot down, right foot down. And now we're going to, wait, <laughs> now we're going to lead with the other leg. Other leg lifts, lift the leg, and that other leg follows suit. Come back to, to, come back to the headstand, and then right leg comes down with control. Gradually, foot to the floor, other foot leads, or uh, follows, and then both feet together. <laughs> come on, are you serious? Okay, sides of the waistline back, push down with the head, push down with the forearms. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'll leave you alone. <laughs> Be in your headstand. Lengthen up through the tailbone. Push up through the feet. 
Do you like your feet together or your feet apart? I was noticing that in my shoulder stand that um, I always try to put my feet together, but it was uh, dramatically more easy to lengthen up through my spine with my feet apart. So notice what works for you. So there are certain ways that we um, consider to be correct alignment or healthful alignment, but I, I've, I've noticed that there's kind of a range within that that um, you know is up to your uh, discretion. What do you hear? What do you feel in your own body? And then as you stand on your head, what's, what's coming up? Okay, stay up, come down, whatever you're ready for. Do you want to come down with the legs piked? Oh my, oh my, I'm just really um, pushing this idea of core strength today. <laughs> Hips stay high, lower the legs, either one at a time or together. <laughs> and come back to your child's pose. When the time comes, arms forward, hips back, head heavy, forehead or um, cheek into the earth or onto a pad. Okay, so let the pose, let the practice so far be felt in this moment. So you didn't come to this moment. You did this pose before. We've done this pose a few times throughout the class. And now it feels different because of what came before. So what is this pose right now? How is it changing constantly with each breath? How does your instruction, your inner monologue, contribute to the experience of this moment. Sweep the arms back, palms turn up, heads of the arm bones roll forward. Again, upper back becomes broad, countering all of those uh, strength, shoulders strengthening, shoulders on the back movements that we've done so far. Interlace your fingers behind your back. Point your toes straight back and then round your spine, tucking your chin towards your chest and bring the forehead towards or to the knees. The top of the front of the head landing on the mat. So maybe the top of your forehead. And then begin to lift your hips, extend through the knuckles and let your arms reach out 
to the uh, out past the top of your mat. So arms going over the top of the head, perhaps, or not. You know, if you have the visual, that's one thing. But if you don't have the visual, uh, your hands are interlaced. Your arms are reaching up, and then you're kind of releasing the weight of the arms. So they're falling towards the earth with this rounded spine. And then hips back to the floor, unlace the fingers, press the palms into the thighs, and come on up to a rock pose. So let's not miss our rock pose. This uh, delving into the geology of <laughs> the histories of our bodies, the histories of our planet. So what does that mean? Like just, uh, again, this idea that you come into this reflective shape, this um, neutra neutralizing spine shape, and you notice. Okay, let's swing the arms forward, swing the legs forward, and we will find our Navasana pose. So take your hands cupped behind the thighs, roll the shoulders back, collarbones broad, lift the shins parallel to the floor, feet together, choose to stay here or hands out, palms up, choose to stay here or legs straight, and choose to breathe in this shape with your Slow, deep breath, or you can start to engage the bellows breath. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Hands behind the thighs, feet back to the floor. Lift the chest up, roll the shoulders back, shimmy out the chest, and then again, lift the shins perpendicular to the floor. You can either take the hands out, palms face up, or you can take the arms up. This is the inhale position. Exhale, push out through the feet, lower down to a half boat pose, hovering over the floor, reaching the arms by the th sides of the legs. Inhale, thighs to chest, reach up. Exhale, push out. Row in the boat. Inhale, come on up. Exhale, push. Three more. Inhale, up. Exhale, push. Inhale, up. Exhale, push. Inhale, up. Exhale, push. Ardha Navasana, half boat pose for five, four, three, two, and one. Oh my gosh. I'm saying that a lot today. Feet to heels down, arms to your sides, and then take your feet uh, as wide as the mat. Take your arms out to a T. Move a prop edge out of the way. And we're just going to windshield wipe with the legs a little bit side to side. You can coordinate breath and movement if you'd like.
And back to center. Feet together, hands interlaced behind the head. Extend your legs straight up towards the ceiling. Tuck your tailbone away from the floor, less of the back body on the floor. Curl your back body up, push through the feet, and then exhale, upper body to the right, right leg lowers down to a hover. So right elbow to left thigh, push out through the right foot, inhale back to center, scoop the tailbone, exhale out, left leg down, upper body curls right, inhale center, scoop the tailbone, exhale right leg down, inhale center, scoop, exhale left leg down, inhale center, scoop, exhale right leg down, inhale center, scoop, exhale left leg down, Inhale, center, scoop. Two more rounds. Exhale, right. Inhale, scoop. Exhale, left. Inhale, scoop. Last round. Come on, guys. Exhale, right. Inhale, scoop. Exhale, left. Inhale, scoop. And reach towards those toes. Lift the tailbone. Push the feet. Less of the back body on the floor for five, four, three, two, and one. Head down. Feet down. Feet as wide as the mat. Windshield work with those legs again. With the breath, possibly. So that was, that was some core. That was some core work today. Uh, I, think, I think I'm done with specifically doing core work. How about you? Um, let me know if that was enough. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to stretch out our cores a little bit by building our bridge. Heels in towards the hips. If you'd like, grab one of those blocks and you can place it between your thighs at its lowest setting to give your legs um, some reference points so the legs stay active and hip width distance. Push your feet down, lift your hips up, gradually build your bridge. Extend through the tailbone, extend through the knees, ground through the inner feet, lift through the outer hips. And when you're ready, interlace your fingers, tuck your shoulder blades, Lift your upper back off of the floor. Lift your hips higher. Let your chin lengthen towards your chest with the length of the neck. And then look down the front of your bridge. So is your bridge structurally sound? If a car was going to come over your bridge, would it fall off to one side? <laughs> Hopefully not. So if one side is lower, try to breathe into the lung at that lower side. You need something to focus on? Focus on that. Can you concentrate so much that your breath is directed specifically to one lung and not the other? Slowly lower the hips, untuck the shoulders, remove the block, feet apart, knees together, hands onto the body. Notice your breath. Okay, we're going to build the bridge. So you want to do the same bridge that we've done. You're like, that was a good bridge. That was a great structurally solid bridge. I'm just liking that bridge. I'm going to go back to that bridge. Or do you want to 
you know, make your bridge a little uh, narrower, a little higher by uh, coming to a bound bridge pose. So again, you can use the block if you like the block. Uh, you can either tuck your hands underneath your heels, palms facing up, shoulders tucked underneath the chest, or if you have the space, grab the outsides of the ankles. So if you're like me, this will cause your heels to lift up, and then you're going to push your heels down, shimmy the shoulders, lift the hips, build the bridge, find the breath, saying that so much today. I'm like, ah, this is hard today. Is it just me? <laughs> I don't think I've ever done bound bridge with a really heavy block between my thighs like I just did. So um, that's interesting, right? It's always good when you're having a hard class. <laughs> to, to Can you still be curious? Can you go back to that? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Instead of the negativity, the, um, the disparaging self-talk, you know, uh, come back to the breath. I'm gonna do, we're going to do another back bend, and I was just thinking that um, I have this sneaking suspicion that um, people don't like to do wheel pose, and that uh, it's really hard to motivate yourself to do wheel pose when I can't see you. Um, imagine I can see you, and I really want you to try to do your best version of wheel pose right now. So if that means you take a little bit of time and bring some blocks to a wall, Make it happen. You know, I, imagine I'm here with you <laughs> and we're doing this together. Um, you know, I find it a lot easier to do these things when we are uh, practicing with um, the live stream because I'm like, okay, yeah, this is good. I, this is going to be better. And if I was just doing this by myself, I probably would I have taken the time to do this, even though it takes five seconds, right? So <laughs> take the five seconds. You know, give yourself that, um, give yourself those um, advantages. Set yourself up for success, the feeling of um, a feeling of a job well done. <laughs> so, to use the blocks with the wall, I'm going to angle my blocks at the wall. I'm going to place my hands on the block, elbows towards the ceiling, head between the blocks, heels in towards the hips, setting up for our wheel pose, or we could just call this our biggest bridge. Push your feet down, lift your hips up, come to the top of your nose, roll towards the bridge of your nose, walking your feet in closer, perhaps, keeping the knees generally hip width distance apart, and then everyone together. One, two, three, push your arms straight. Lift up into your wheel pose. And man, doesn't that feel good with the support of the blocks? 
Getting the shoulders higher over the wrists, arching in the upper back, opening up the front body after all of that uh, core strengthening work we've done. Inner thighs down, feet pushed down, straightening the legs. Maybe you're just feeling so good about where you've come to today, you just walk your hands right up the wall, come to stand. That's a, that's a cool human trick. <laughs> And then come on down. If you're up, feet apart, knees together, hands to the body. And back to the breath. Rest and reflect. What have you done? Where has it brought you? Okay, draw your knees in towards your chest, cup your knees with your hands, and then shift the hips side to side, shift the knees side to side. So very little effort here for this movement, just massaging and um, bringing some release to the low back. Then scoot away from the wall. And then start to slowly round along the spine, gingerly after those back bends. And then maybe bringing a little more vigor to it as your back um, adapts to this shape. And come on back, our friend. Downward dog. Oh my gosh, where did the time go? <laughs> I was even going to end class early today and I uh, totally missed my opportunity to do that. Push your hands down and forward, shift your hips up and back, wag your dog one more time. Hello, dog. And then knees to the floor. Swing your legs forward. Lie on your back. And draw the knees in and up towards the armpits. Take hold of the outside edges of the feet. Happy baby pose, rocking side to side. And then let's cross, bring the knees together. Let's cross the right leg over the left leg. And then draw the knees into the chest. Cup the knees, hug the legs, either choose to stay here or slide the hands to the outsides of the feet. Flex the feet, pull the heels in towards the outer hips. Release the feet, uncross and recross the legs with the left leg on top. Cup the knees, pull them in, hug the knees into the chest, then slide the hands down the outside of the legs, grab the outer feet, flex the feet, heels up in towards the hips.
release the legs, knees together, and then pull the knees apart. Soles of the feet together, come to your reclined bound angle or reclined butterfly. Interlace your fingers around the outer edges of the feet, widen the knees apart, extend through the inner thighs. Flatten the low, lowest back against the floor, lengthen the neck with the feet pressing into the hands. Now allow the arms to be pulled taut forward in front of the body. And now finally, bring the inner legs together and wrap your arms around your legs for a big hug, chin to chest, squeeze the legs around the back body. Fantastic job today. And now set up for your restive, restorative, reflective savasana. So whether that be um, lying on your back with your legs out in front of you, maybe thighs on the knees on a bolster, maybe you're folded over a bolster in a supported child's pose, maybe you take a goddess pose, legs up the wall. So many options here. Set yourself up for success again. Um, for the success of, <laughs> um, for the success of kind of reflecting upon your practice, giving yourself a chance to absorb all that you have done. So examine the effect of your efforts at this time and to do that just get your body in the most comfortable supported relaxed position where you can begin to set down the beloved burden of your left leg Set down the beloved burden of the right leg. Set down the right arm, the left arm. The pelvis, the spine, the chest, the rib cage, the shoulders. the skull, the brain.
as you're ready, if you're ready. Draw more air in with your next inhale. And maybe audibly sigh as you exhale. Invite movement back into the extremities of your physical being, your fingers, your toes, your wrists, your ankles. You might rock your arms and legs. You might nod your head. Emerge from your practice. Bend your knees, feet to the floor. Extend one arm along one ear and roll onto that side of your body. Transitioning from the corpse pose into a fetal position. And then slowly pushing your way up to a seated position. Any old, any old seat will do here. Settle down through the legs and the hips, grow tall, up through your spine, hands together in front of your heart, wheel close practice with the single sound of OM. Exhale, empty the lungs. <sighs> Inhale for OM. Thank you for your presence this morning with the live stream or with the pre-recorded class morning, whatever time it is where you are. Um, the uh, light in me bows to the light in you. Namaste. Uh, thank you guys. Three people stuck with it. I'm going to say shout out to Jason. Susanna, Mary, Ava, mystery person, um, Lynn, I don't know, whoever you are, I love you. <laughs> I just went out on a limb and said it. Um, yeah, guys, thanks for being here. Um, you can see Johnny out the window, Ava, if you are interested, he's right there. Um, yeah, I'll be here next week, and um, please join me again. I'm open to requests, so if you have a request, you can call me, text me, email me at AthensPublic at gmail.com. So uh, stay in touch. I love to hear from you. Um, yeah, I'm going to forget to turn this off. Uh, yeah, that, that class, was that um, challenging?